Hi everyone, it's Jacqueline. I'm just popping on before the show to apologize for the sound quality in it. Um, apparently our equipment was just as rusty as we were after a couple months off, but it will get better in the future, and thank you for listening. Robin. Hey, Jacqueline. <laughs> so um, it's it's been quite a while. Um, in fact, almost, well, actually more than half a year now oh, yeah. um, since we last recorded. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, at least five months because we have 20 weeks today. Oh, yes. Congratulations. Um, yeah, and you have some big, big news as to our why we took our little hiatus, don't you? Yeah, I mean, like, first, like, hi, guys, we're back. Hi, we're here. Hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, we took a long hiatus from our podcast because I went and got myself pregnant. And as I was telling you before, I, I'm in this weird place of being called also a, a millennial and also telling people telling me I have a geriatric pregnancy because of how, my age. So it's been a rough time. I've been, uh, I'm super grateful. Things aren't everything's going really well, but I was like so tired and like sick and horrible. And I was like, I cannot ever record and I can't watch ghost shows anymore. And so <laughs> Jacqueline and I decided we will pick this back up, but we wanted to change formats a little bit because we also knew like at some point there was only so many ghost shows we were going to be able to watch. So Jacqueline had a great idea for our new show. Yeah. And I mean, trust me, there are tons of ghost shows. It's not like we were running out. I mean, there's literally hundreds more. Uh, <laughs> we had like years of material, but you know, eventually. <laughs> eventually it'd run out. Um, but yeah, so we are actually launching a new show. This is our first episode. It's called Come and Stay a While. And if you're subscribed to us, obviously it's here and playing. So you don't have to do anything new um, or crazy. It's right on the same old feed. Uh, but yeah, the whole premise of this show, it's still going to be like, you know, the same discussion banter, but instead of being just kind of stuck with just ghost shows or paranormal shows as our subject, we're kind of going to do more of like a kind of a coffee and chit chat, like meeting your friends from tea for tea every week. Um, so yeah, we decided we were going to have tea for a recording for, but neither of us remembered we both have water. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, new year, new us. Water is good, but maybe we will remember to actually drink tea next time. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Not a lot has changed. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about this new show because I don't know if it's like the maternal instinct kicking in, but I'm just like, I want to talk about all kinds of things that are warm and fuzzy. And so we'll still be like our sarcastic, silly selves. And I'm sure we'll have ridiculous, responsible teen stories to share and all those things that, um, that we were sharing before in, um, don't go in there. And we do want to assure you that we are not platypus. Pluses. We don't know what the mul- the plural is. Yeah, is it platypi, platypuses? We're not sure. We but we haven't crossed the veil. No. We're still here. <laughs> yeah. So, like, don't be alarmed. This change is scheduled and planned. And <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. So what what are we going to talk about on this show? Like, what are we going to do, Jacqueline? 
So this show, like I said, it's not really a strict format, but we are going to share kind of what brought us joy this week, like be it like a news story or a silly like YouTube video or a BuzzFeed quiz, like just stuff that we enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that the world needs a little more like happy, fun, joy, love, fuzzy stuff right now. So uh, I hope that you guys have fun with us because we have fun. We were laughing so much before we even started recording. <laughs> yeah. And don't be afraid. Like Robin said, it's not going to be all like warm and fuzzy. We are still sarcastic assholes deep down inside. So <laughs> that's not going to go away anytime soon. <laughs> really true. Like uh, I've been, okay. So one thing that I did not already tell you about that has made me so happy is my brother and I have been having like a meme off basically. <laughs> Nice. We've been texting each other ridiculous memes, and he is like, "What is wrong with you?" Because of what I him. <laughs> so don't worry. Even even though we're changing this up, we're still we're still ourselves. Yes, and I mean, there's nothing better for an audio format than describing memes. It's yeah. comedy gold. Yeah, yeah, we're. we're <laughs> If we decide to share a meme, we'll put it in like the show notes or share it in our Facebook group, which we changed the name of. So it is the name of the podcast, Come In and Stay a While. So you can come find us there and we'll be posting like whatever funny shit we really like and things that make us happy and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so should we get into what we our favorite things were this week? I think so. Let's. Okay. All right. So this week, um, I don't know how many of you guys know this. I don't know if I mentioned it on our last podcast, but I am like an avid knitter and I have been since 1999, um, coming up on my 20 year knitting anniversary. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have been obsessed with this knitwear designer named Andrea Mowry for like the last three or four years. Um, and so I was super excited. Oh, hi, Hunter. My dog's here too. Um, I was super excited to see this article that was written up for her. Um, it was on thecut.com and I'll put it, I'll put the, in the show notes, the link to it, if you guys want to check it out. Um, and the article is called, it's from an editorial, uh, column called, I like this bitch's life. <laughs> <laughs> so happy and I'm like I gotta read like every other article this chick has posted um it's by Edith Zimmerman and it's titled this woman is making shawls sexy I swear to you <laughs> <laughs> like, if that isn't like the perfect title for this I don't even know what is because I think we all know the old tropes and about like knitters or grandmas and blah 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 and look just because I have four cats and I have been knitting for 20 years and do like to be in bed by a reasonable hour that doesn't make me a grandma <laughs> or does it nope I don't know you are you do have a geriatric pregnancy going on apparently right now so oh, crap <laughs> I, so I, I'm confused. I, me not being anywhere near pregnancy or wanting one anytime soon. So like, what makes it geriatric? I like that confuses me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, there's, there's different terms that you'll hear people use. Like I guess advanced maternal age used to be what they used. And then now they're using geriatric, which seems backwards to me. Like, yeah. That sounds like age, way worse. <laughs> better to me, but whatever. 
So you'll hear either one of those terms. And basically it's like that old thing of like, if you're over 35, it's more complicated to get pregnant. Your eggs aren't as young and excited to be eggs. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like there's all this, this misinformation that we have been told most of our lives that after 35, it's like more dangerous to be pregnant and it's harder to be pregnant. It's not true, but they still classify people over 35 as being advanced maternal age and geriatric. So I've been told since I was 35 that I had geriatric eggs and I was like, that's rude because I feel like <laughs> I'm still really young, but now I'm going to be 39 next month. So I guess the advanced maternal age kind of does apply because somewhere, I don't know when is menopause happened, like somewhere in your late forties, I have no idea. So we're getting towards the end of what we can do. I don't know. That is a way more depressing answer than I had. I thought. So. <laughs> I was saying, I was like, this is not funny. <laughs> but at the same time, it does make for a lot of jokes. And some mm -hmm. people wanted to know, like, why did I, how did I find out? Like, I knew I was having a girl around um, 11 or 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And usually you don't find out the sex of the baby if you want to know until you have the anatomy scan around 20 weeks. Um, and so I was able to find out early because because of being advanced maternal age, I have to have special extra genetic blood tests done. And the tests have advanced now to where they can find out the sex of the baby from your blood test. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that a trip? I had yeah. no idea. So we were like, hell yeah, I want to know. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to know about being an old mom? <laughs> no, no. I mean, cause I mean, I am probably headed there myself being that I'm 32 and I'm not in that mind space right now and probably won't be for a couple of years. So I'll be a geriatric mom too. Hooray. <laughs> I'll have lots of advice for you when you're ready. <laughs> and then my biggest advice is don't stress about it. Like, it doesn't matter when it happens, it happens, and that's it. Boom. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So just remember that. Okay. So anyways, I'm super into knitting, and apparently I am old. <laughs> I want all the kids to get off my lawn, and <laughs> I love this article, and it made me so happy because it was talking about how, you know, she is just like this, Andrea Mowry is this incredibly in interesting woman who is she's got tattoos she's got piercings she's young herself she's got two kids she's married to a musician photographer who takes these incredible photos of her and all of her designs and she really came on the scene for us knitters um in 2014 and she's made this huge impact in the knitting world like there's this one shawl that is called the finder fade shawl that like literally Everybody that I know that's a knitter knows about this shawl, like worldwide. It's crazy. So I don't know. It just made me really happy to see like knitting being talked about in like a cool, positive way instead of like, oh, you're old and not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's lame. So I don't know. Just I don't want to read you the whole article because like I might cry, but it's pretty great. Cause she's just like, how is this woman so amazing? Like she looks incredible. She designs really cool things like sweaters and hats and scarves and shawls. And it's just like, what? And people hear the word shawl and they're like, like a granny, like you're going to put this thing around your shoulders and keep yourself warm. But what I want you to envision is like one of those like 
plaid, stripy, big, long scarves that you wrap around your neck a bunch of times and looks all cool. And like, it's like that. That's what you do with it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) I've got it. I've got the mental image. It's in there. So I'm an old lady. I got my shawl wrapped around me. I'm knitting and I have four cats. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) But I'm also pregnant. So boom. (laughs) Anyway, so I really love this article. I think it's really interesting to see the way that the shift is is changing towards like perspectives on what people's hobbies are because like everybody is into something that they like to do. Why did we go through this phase of, of like thinking we need to make fun of it or, or that we shouldn't celebrate it, you know? And I think that everybody should feel encouraged and uplifted, uplifted in those things that make their heart like happy and excited to do. So that's why it made me so happy. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my thing that made me happy this week is actually, um, and like we said, we will be posting all of the links and everything we talked about in the group. So don't worry, you don't have to like search for them. They'll be out there by the time this episode posts. Um, But I found at the end of last week, the original audition videos for casting the office. And (laughs) it was amazing because like you see people like Seth Rogen and John Cho that were like, you know, going out for like, roles in the office and it was like super weird like having them say lines that you've heard on the office and then they show like the actual actors when they their auditions and it was like so kind of surreal because they all look so young and it was just like realizing that that was back in 2003 and it's now 2019 and it feels like it was yesterday when it you know aired um yeah and also like I watch the office on Netflix all the time like it's my go-to show Mm -hmm. And when I'm knitting and when I'm like falling asleep and, you know, just hanging out and like, I love to watch it. So when I saw that you posted that, I was like, this is amazing because like, how weird would it be? Like, I cannot even fathom other people being Jim, Dwight, Angela, anybody, you know? I know. Like, it's so weird. And it's not like saying that like the other actors were bad. Like they had some like incredibly like famous names now that went out for it but it's just like having a different gym or a different Dwight it just doesn't work (laughs) no it's like sacrilege Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which uh character is your favorite on the office (sighs) that's hard because I am a weirdo Mm. and I kind of I kind of really like Aaron in the later seasons <laughs> just because just because for a good portion of my life, I was kind of the young kind of dumb secretary in an office. So <laughs> I just kind of relate. <laughs> I can relate to that too. But mm-hmm. in my later years, I probably would relate more to like, this is going to sound insane, but maybe mm-hmm. not because I've already established that I'm old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of relate to Angela a little bit. <laughs> With with her cats in the ceiling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and the thing is, is like not so much about like who she is personally, like mm-hmm. um, like in her personal life, but more like how she approaches her job and she's very like serious about it. And like, these are the rules and we have to follow them and da 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 da. And like the way she runs the party planning committee. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially in the, the episode where... Um, Ryan starts the fire and she's like trying to control like the safety (laughs) and like arguing with Dwight about it. Like that was me at work. Like I was like, these are the rules and we got to do this. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. So like that, 
I kind of, I've kind of been like a big Angela fan for a long time, but I was talking about this with my brother-in-law and he was saying that his favorite character is Creed. And so as I've been watching through again for like the Mm -hmm. time, I'm like, Creed is really freaking weird and amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Creed's character was a gem because it's like, he was very subtle, but like when you actually paid attention to him, it was... It was scary. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> um, like the subtlety was so like you could miss it, you know, like you yeah. miss half of the gold that he says. A lot of it is just weird too, but sometimes he comes in with like a real zinger that I wish I could think of off the top of my head because I just mm-hmm. heard one the other day, but I'm a pregnant idiot right now, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, honestly, like I loved Aaron and I'm also a big fan of Kate just mm-hmm. because. she's living her best life and honestly I wish when I was still working in an office I was that free (laughs) oh you know who else I really like is Gabe I don't think Gabe gets enough credit (laughs) poor Gabe he was just (laughs) I mean he's so creepy and weird but yeah (laughs) he's just had those moments too where you're like what so yeah I don't know yeah, but anyway, like I said, the audition tapes, it's weird and surreal and great, and I will be posting them because, like, everyone needs to see it and it'll bring you back, and it'll also make you feel super old inside, too. Yeah, come <laughs> join me. It's fun. Yes. <laughs> um, and you found something really fun for us to do because of the uh, article about the original auditions. And what did you find, Jacqueline? Yes. So I found a BuzzFeed quiz, which we all know are 100% accurate and scientific. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so the quiz is, what would be your reason for leaving Dunder Mifflin based on your office preferences? And mm-hmm. I think it would be great if we did this on air because, you know, what's better for an audio mi- medium than wasting some time with BuzzFeed quizzes? Uh, <laughs> and I love that the person that created this quiz, his name is Dwight K. Halpert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So what I am going to do is I'm going to read off these questions and Robin, you will answer. (gasps) Okay. And again, be super truthful because, you know, like I said, BuzzFeed quizzes, completely scientific and accurate. So you have to be truthful. (laughs) So let's go. Question one. What do you think of the party planning committee? It's just a committee. Toxic and useless. It's super important. It's a waste of time. We need parties 24-7 or the what? Uh, I think because I already told you how much I love Angela's approach to everything, I'm going to go with it's super important. Of course. Perfect. (laughs) Next question for our super scientific BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, Are you a fan of conference room meetings? No, Mm. I guess. I love them. I don't love them, but they're important. Anything to not work, the more meetings, the better. Oh, crap. Okay, so... I also personally don't love working, so I'm going to say anything to not work, even though that goes against all of Angela's beliefs. Yes. Well, (laughs) to be fair, I was never a fan of meetings, conference room meetings when I worked in an office because most of the time they were meetings that could have been just sent as an email. So I'm the opposite. Uh, And it was always the worst. Like, especially in my old company, they would do quarter kickoff meetings and we'd all have to go to like this big like conference room. And then we say, here are our goals, blah, 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 blah. This is what we did. And I'd be sitting there like, you know, 
singing I dreamed a dream silently to myself <laughs> while holding back tears. <laughs> yeah, it's either it's something totally useless like that or like just somebody's ego trip that they just want to hear themselves talk and it's like, okay, great. But I'm also not having to do anything right now, so. This is true. So it's kind of hard. But when you have to travel somewhere else else for the meeting, which is what we had to do for these meetings, it sucked. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Off-site meetings, the only part that's good about off-site meetings is mm-hmm. the driving part. Because, like, oops, I got stuck in traffic. I am two hours late. I got really bad traffic, you guys. I don't know. I got lost. Way uh, in a weird direction. That's all I can say. Yeah. For some reason, I was in Indiana for a bit. I don't know what happened. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk about our quarterly numbers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Back. Back to our super scientific quiz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was Michael's worst relationship? Ooh, this is a good one. Oh, my God. Uh, Michael and Holly... Michael and Jan, Michael and Helene, Michael, <laughs> Michael and Carol. Oh God! Michael and Donna, or Michael and and it shows a picture of Michael with a blow-up doll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it was pretty terrible. They brought the blow-up doll on the show, but I mean, that's what we expect of Michael. They weren't really in a relationship, so I feel like that's like not even a cool one to put up there. But I guess yeah, another one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. I'm going to go with Michael and Jan because it was really like the meltdown at the dinner party. Oh, I just yep. watched the episode last night and it was really epic. If you haven't, if you skip that episode, like it's Scott's tots or something, mm-hmm. go back and watch it because it's beautiful in the way it- the tragedy unfolds. <laughs> It is I it is the best episode of The Office, in my opinion. So yeah. like even if you've never seen The Office before, please watch the dinner party. That is <laughs> an amazing artistic expression. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should have said there's gonna be lots of office spoilers here because <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. But uh it's been a long time, guys. You should have all watched it like seventeen times by now, like we have. Yeah. It's okay. been more than a decade, so you gotta get on that. <laughs> all yeah. right. So back to the test. Uh, This is very important. Who's the best CEO of Dunder Mifflin? Robert. Yes. Robert California. David Wallace. Ryan Howard. Jan. Karen. Or me. (laughs) Okay. Not all of these people are CEOs. What am I I going to do here? (laughs) Now, Now this question, I'm beginning to doubt. BuzzFeed scientific accuracy. I agree. I don't think we should write a letter to Dwight K. Halpert and say, you know, you know, Dwight K. Halpert, what are you doing? Yeah. Did you even watch this show? (laughs) Okay. So let's narrow it down from like the actual CEOs. (laughs) Well, none of them were really. I know. (laughs) The only one that was an actual CEO is Robert California, but he was CEO of um, Sabre. Yeah. Sabre. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess just pick, which is the worst. I don't know. <laughs> oh, is it, was it worst or best? Oh, it's the best. But by oh. best, in my mind, it's calculated it's worse. to worse. I'm going to Robert California, not just because he was the only one that was actually a CEO, but because he is so cringeworthy as one. Yeah. No. 
that's definitely a good point. All right, so this was the last thing. Let's see your result, Robin. Oh, crikey, I got fired. Yeah, you got <laughs> fired. You didn't even get to leave on your own accord. <laughs> I got fired. I've never been fired in my life. Thanks a lot, BuzzFeed. <laughs> wow, I, I am not, I need to write a letter to this quiz author I don't know what they call themselves but yes this is not this is not the 100% accurate and scientific quizzes that I've come to expect from yeah. BuzzFeed with you know as many famous quizzes as choose a food in every color and we'll reveal who your future celebrity spouse is yeah and which NFL players are your soulmates I you know expect a little bit more I expected a lot more too, because that was like, what, three questions? Four? Yeah. And also, well, I mean, to be fair, this is a community posted quiz and not mm -hmm. one from BuzzFeed themselves. So I guess that maybe is why it's a little subpar. But um, did you not take the quiz along with me? I did. Well, then what are your results? Let me go back because I got kind of angry that I exited. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second here. Let me. Ah, uh, this is great. You know, I'm really, we're really killing it. We've been hey, gone for so long. In 2019, we're taking the pressure off, guys. Like, every year we're supposed to, like, what are your resolutions and how are you going to make your life better? How about you just like yourself a little bit more and let some of that freaking, like, the bar is set so high, stress, go. Yes. All right. So I'm back. I redid my choices. And my answer is you get offered another job. These, what the hell, Jacqueline? <laughs> these answers are really lame, too. That is it. I am, I am writing Dwight K. Halpert an email right now. Dear sir or madam, I was very disappointed in your office quiz on BuzzFeed. You also, I just realized, misspelled Dunder Mifflin in your byline of the quiz. How would you leave Duder Mifflin? Oh, no, my I God. <laughs> so, really, we don't have to take these answers to heart at all because mm -hmm. we don't want to work at a place called Duder Mifflin. We want to work at Dunder Mifflin. Yes. Please do better in your future quizzes. Sincerely, Jacqueline C. Gianaris. <laughs> Office enthusiast. I like how official this is. And send. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. You're my <laughs> So that was a fun waste of time. Thanks for finding that quiz for us, Jacqueline. <laughs> no problem. Even though it was much more disappointing than I had anticipated, it'll do for now. Yeah, it'll do. Uh, what else is going on this week that makes you happy? We had something that was really mutually fun that we liked, right? Like I posted it and you were like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. If you'd like to share, I'm all about it because I loved it. Okay, so I shared this on Facebook as my big mood for 2019. <laughs> and I did it in like the old white ladyest way possible through an NPR article, but it's like their um, tiny desk, I think, is all about their music stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So they, they had posted about new music. And Lizzo, if you guys know who that is, she's like this amazing artist who um, did that good as hell, feeling good as hell song a few, 
I'm probably not even naming it correctly a couple years ago. And I love that song. It is a total bop makes me real happy. I get jazzed up and I turn up my, my volume and I roll down my windows and I sing and I swing my hair around. It's super fun. Um, yes. And my personal anthem phone, which is, you know, about misplacing your cell phone when you have it, but it is my personal <laughs> anthem anthem because I do that at least 20 times a day. So she is my queen. She's amazing. I feel that. Yeah. And so <laughs> not only did she give us an amazing new song called Juice, but the video for it is freaking phenomenal too because it's all like 80s workout fitness inspired. It's so fun. I yes. <laughs> And it has a shout out to coming to America with the Soul Glow commercial and oh like old QVC segments. It is amazing. And the song it, is amazing too. Yeah. It's like Jane Fonda workouts. It's so hilarious and incredible. So we are going to put the, um, the link to it also in the show notes and in the, in our Facebook group, you got to listen to this song. You are going to be smiling and bopping around and I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done recording, to be honest. Yes, you should. And everybody should. And you should all follow Lizzo on Instagram because her Instagram account is amazing. I think the name, her username is Lizzo be eating, but it's amazing. It's amazing. Like your 2019 resolution is to be like to consume as much Lizzo media as you can. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved in this little NPR thing that they tell you about like after the infomercial theme of the video ends it goes it directs you to go to blame it on the juice.com which leads to a cartoon microsite housing all of Lizzo's awesome visuals to date and says to allow three to six weeks for delivery is this a timeline for Lizzo's 2019 domination what do you think Jacqueline I sure hope so I am ready for it I am waiting patiently and I cannot you know wait much longer yeah, me too. I agree. Cause she's all about self-love. She's all about preaching it hard and like she's living it. And I think that's what we all should do. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to top off this first kind of disjointed and weird episode. Stay with us guys. It'll, we'll, we'll get better. We're just kind of testing the waters now. Yeah. We'll work out the kinks and we'll bring in some kinks on purpose. <laughs> yeah. We'll Cause it wouldn't be us without weird things happening. <laughs> Yeah. And like any time that you're like, where have these two gone off to? What kind of, um, what kind of shit are they smoking? Just remember that it's new year, new you, new us, new show. And just, just got to ride it out. Just got to see where we go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, join us next week. We'll have our tea. We'll have a little chat and why don't you come and stay a while? Yeah. Okay. Ah, I did it. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.